This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 2076, Don't Be Fooled by Zoom Chemistry, part two, by Orna and Matthew Walters of creatingloveonpurpose.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of ORD, the podcast that's all about improving the many relationships in your life. I'm your host, Greg Audino, here to finish up part two of the post we began yesterday, which I'm really enjoying so far. So if you haven't listened to episode 2075 yet, I recommend doing so. But if you are caught up, we're going to wrap up this post now and continue optimizing your life. Don't be fooled by Zoom chemistry. Seven mistakes to avoid when meeting for the first time. Part two by Orna and Matthew Walters of creatingloveonpurpose.com. Stop dating backwards. Dating backwards is when you give a stranger the benefit of the doubt. Despite your desire for a real connection and the delusion of Zoom chemistry, don't put your lovability in the hands of a stranger. Whether or not you are worthy of love is not up to the other person. Ultimately, it is up to you to know you are worth loving. You don't get love from another person. You share love with them. The love you seek is inside of you. Dating backwards can be your default strategy if you're looking for this other person to fill you up so you feel whole. Your soulmate will compliment you, but will not complete you. The you-complete-me myth of the Jerry Maguire movie will set you up in a codependent relationship. When meeting for the first time, stay open and curious about your inner dialogue and check in to see if you're twisting into a pretzel to earn love. You don't have to prove your lovability. You are worthy of love exactly as you are. When dating backwards, you end up excusing bad behavior and justifying red flags because you are blinded by hope. Instead, give them the space to prove that they are worthy of your heart. Ultimately, all the great conversations you've been having over Zoom are just hypothetical. Actions in real life reveal character, and whether you two share the same values is revealed over time. Several years ago, a client of ours was getting to know a man who lived several hours from her, so they spent a lot of time talking on the phone before meeting in person. He had a habit of asking her hypothetical questions to serious life situations to see if they were a good match. Unfortunately, all his surveying didn't change the fact that they didn't have any chemistry when they met for the first time in person. Take your time and let someone who is basically a stranger earn your trust. Once they have shown that their words and actions are congruent and earned it, then you can give them the benefit of the doubt when they disappoint you or make a mistake. Meeting for the first time isn't a do-or-die situation. Putting too much expectation on the first meeting can kill a budding relationship. Don't plan an elaborate date. Don't invite them over for a romantic home-cooked meal. And definitely don't leave it open-ended. A 24-hour whirlwind date may sound exciting and magical, but it's more likely an indication that you're making risky decisions. Make your first meeting short. 60 to 90 minutes max. Use it to see if the Zoom chemistry you felt over video translates into real life. Who knows? They may smell funny to you or be a lot bigger or smaller than you had anticipated. You may have an intellectual connection, but not a physical one. Having a time frame gives you an out if things don't go well. If things do go well, you can always schedule another date and plan something more elaborate. A past client of ours who lived in a large city planned a first meeting with a man who lived a few hours away. He planned to take the train to her city 
and stay the whole weekend to do some sightseeing with her. Unfortunately, their first meeting was awkward, and it only got worse when she started playing host and showing him the sights. They decided to spend Sunday apart and didn't see each other again. Taking smaller steps will help you make wiser decisions, and putting off romance and intimacy can help create a stronger attraction. There's something to be said for creating anticipation through the dating process. Don't bail out a sinking ship. What if all that Zoom chemistry doesn't translate into real life? Or what if the conversation is stilted in person and the date becomes excruciating? It's not your responsibility to make sure the date goes smoothly. Don't be afraid to speak up if something upsetting happens. You don't have to tiptoe around uncomfortable subjects or go along to get along. How the two of you handle conflict will reveal a lot about the possibility of a relationship. So have the uncomfortable conversation if you need to. It's better to find out now whether you can navigate disagreements together. When meeting for the first time, allow conflict to reveal the truth about your compatibility. This doesn't mean that you should manufacture a disagreement. But don't avoid the uncomfortable conversations. They can be very revealing. We had a client who was great at being easygoing. However, the guys she was dating never moved the relationship forward to request exclusivity. We asked her to start making requests with one particular guy she was seeing to see if he was capable of honoring her request. He very quickly disappeared because he only liked her when she was convenient and easy to get along with. He was clearly looking for someone to hang out with, but not a relationship with a commitment. You won't spend your life with a partner and never have a disagreement or an argument. It's better to let the bud die on the vine. Speak up and allow any bumps or conflicts through the dating process show you if the two of you can reconnect when things go sideways. Do not change the plan. What if the Zoom chemistry is real? Everything goes perfectly and the two of you really hit it off. Does that mean you should extend the date and see where things go? It can feel tempting to act impulsively and have a spontaneous romantic adventure. You'll have plenty of time for that. Instead, stick to the plan, and you'll both be left wanting more, which will help create more anticipation and romance for your next date. When meeting for the first time, the desire for it to be special should not get in the way of taking things slowly. It takes time to know who someone really is. By taking your time, you allow the space for true intimacy to blossom. We had a client who thought that men would fall in love with her because she had honed her abilities in bed. So she would always rush to be intimate early on. She would get emotionally attached and they never stuck around. It wasn't until she started delaying physical intimacy and invested time to get to know each other out in the world that she started having more satisfying relationships with men. This eventually led to her going exclusive with the man she is now married to. When meeting for the first time, stick to the plan and trust that you'll have plenty of time for adventure and romance as the relationship grows. Zoom chemistry can fool you into thinking you found the one before you meet for the first time in person. Take a few simple steps to avoid turning your budding romance into yet another dating horror story. You just listened to part two of the post titled, Don't Be Fooled by Zoom Chemistry, Seven Mistakes to Avoid When Meeting for the First Time by Orna and Matthew Walters of creatingloveonpurpose.com. And some great feedback in this post throughout the last two episodes. 
really ideal information, I think, for someone who's particularly focused on getting hurt and approaching a new relationship with precision, which is many of us. That being said, I do think that for those who are moving through the dating world with maybe a bit less rigidity and more curiosity, some of these rules can be bent a little. That's okay. And they can be bent based on how carefree one is feeling. You know, if, for example, we look at the recommendation about sticking to a 60 to 90 minute plan and not breaking it, even if things are going well, I see a lot of room for variation there. You know, someone who is really feeling free and dating without much expectation, well, they might choose to extend the night into a sleepover, willing to embrace that risk involved. Or someone who is uh, a little more in the middle might choose to extend the date into a late movie and then heading home after that, enjoying the company of their date more, but not necessarily rushing into bed. So, while the ideas laid out in this post are really great for playing your cards close to the chest and eliminating a lot of potential mistakes for building a romantic relationship, not everyone is so preoccupied with avoiding mistakes or finding love right away. Some people want to just dive right in and see what happens. And it's important to consider where you might be on that spectrum. So thanks a lot to the Walters once more for a wonderful post. And thanks to all of you for being here. This one is done and we will look forward to hearing more of their work soon. But for now, we're going to look ahead to tomorrow's episode where your optimal life awaits.